Hello there. It's the new, slightly improved uh, Nintendo Players UK podcast. Uh, yep, we uh, we're back. Slightly different from the uh, previous iterations of the podcast, but uh, yeah, all the Nintendo Players UK goodness is still here. So I'm Andrew Radigal. I'm the guy that runs Nintendo. Oh, sorry, I'm the guy that runs Nintendo South End, and. Somebody's gone. Somebody's reappeared. Um, in fact, I'll let the other guys go first and then... Because basically, I'm an offshoot of Penny's group. So it would make more sense if she went first and then... Okay. Yes, and the other. I'll, I'll yep. go first then. Uh, yeah, Nintendo Basildon. Uh, the original and best. <laughs> we started about eight years ago now, I think. Because mm -hmm. um, I'd organised... Uh, Animal Crossing New Leaf launch party in London. Oh, that. Ye oldie loading, yeah. And it was rammed. There were so many more people there than I was expecting. But I came back yeah. afterwards and thought, oh, that was so much fun. Um, and the uh, the Nintendo community manager at the time, Jonathan Town, had said, you know, I can help you out with something. And we just got taught. And he said, oh, you know, you could just start up a Street Pass group because that was back in the days when we had 3DSs. And Street Pass knew, for, for those who don't know about the olden days, you had to, if you got close to someone who also had a 3DS that was on, you could unlock things in games. And obviously people didn't bump into other people that often. So we used to arrange to meet once a month to just get together and unlock stuff in Street Pass games. And yeah, we're still going, basically. Um, so And like, like Andrew says, uh, we, we offshooted... Uh, uh, Nintendo South End or mm -hmm. Street Pass South End on C. Um, but yeah, we, we have this, uh, we joke about it, we have this mighty Voltron that is the Nintendo Essex, which yeah. is basically Nintendo Bowser and Nintendo South End, Monster Hunter Essex and Poker Switch Essex. Because uh, we, we all live really close together. We we work together on like a lot of big things. So we're, we're quite small social groups, but when we when we are one we are mighty mm -hmm. <laughs> so, uh, so that's 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 me that's what i do basically yep uh john from norwich hello yes i am john um i am uh one of the admins for nintendo norwich um i've been part of the group for crikey must be coming up to four years now uh i'm admin there alongside emily who's not with us um, right now, um, but I'm sure she'll be coming back for another podcast at some point. I've come here to scope it out, <laughs> um, and then uh, as we get different people on, hopefully we can get Emily to join us then. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've been doing meets now for years, uh, and obviously the group goes back further into the street past days than you know before my time. Um, but yeah, we regularly do meetups at least normally once a month with a main meetup and then the occasional mini meet around some other places around Norwich as well. Um, we do all the typical things that uh, a lot of the NPUK groups do. So we do just casual meets. We do like tournament nights, themed nights, all that kind of good stuff. Um, yeah, and uh, it's it's great fun. Obviously, you know, it's a shame that we haven't been able to do the physical meets quite so much, obviously, in the last year or so. But very much looking forward to when that uh, is uh, is a possibility again. So uh, hopefully, you know, 
the podcasts and you know the more activity that we do online ramping it all up so that uh, everyone's all engaged and aware for for when we can all start our meets up again but uh, having said that you know there's nothing wrong with meeting online as we've been doing on the discord in our individual groups and it's nice to come together here with the other admins and uh, and founders to uh, have a chat so yeah good to be here mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Alrighty, so i created street pass london in 2013 with my friends max and Tarek. Uh, like we'd been attending um, another group, but we just decided we'd like to start our own. And uh, yeah, we made a good success of it. Uh, we grew, it was like the biggest group in London at one point, and uh, we were getting really good attendance figures. And our, our biggest event ever, we had people, which actually Andrew helped uh, co organize. We had people from Capcom, um, Bandai Namco, uh, and Square Enix. Yeah, that was, and we had like over 60 attendees. That was like epic. Um, and then in, 2000, I think it was 2015, I created Nintendo Street Pass Donegal uh, because um, I wanted to spend more time like in Ireland because that's where my parents live. And that's where I live now too. So yeah, uh, in 2016, I hosted an event there and Andrew actually helped with that too, really helped facilitate it. And, um, and, and then I hosted another event there in 2017. Um, and I think... I was still doing the Nintendo slash Street Pass London, but I stepped down at some point, and I was like helping a lot of other people out with their groups, like um, hosting like little activities there, here and there, and whatever. And I, I moved to Derry slash London Derry in um, late 2018, and the admin there was happy for me to come on board, so I was like his number two. Uh, but then he had to step down because of his uni commitments, and that was. I'm not, I think it might have been last year, or might, maybe this year. I, I don't know. It wasn't too long ago. Okay. Yeah. Just to give it a bit more background to what I do, um, I'm also the one of the social media uh, coordinators for uh, Nintendo Players UK. Which, if you look at our Instagram page, I'm the one that puts up the stories and the posts that um, basically people send my way to like show to the rest of the country and hopefully when we're allowed to not that i want to really date this podcast but we are in the times where we're not allowed to go out at the moment um basically promoting everyone's like events um in the form form of basically graphics showing like uh say for example tonight no tomorrow night is nsg's um splatoon 2 um what they call it the splash off so yeah well yeah, the, I suppose it is their version of a splat fest because obviously they can't yeah they can't call it splat fest but uh there's that say a, meet, a meet online is still a meet. tournament yeah yeah um and that's basically um, how we are at the moment just like because we're all stuck indoors and but I, I do think actually it's been good because we've gone from just meeting monthly to people just because people are familiar with online play now going oh let's meet up let's do this let's play some of this on discord and and just play i think we play together more often yeah because people have got that set up now 
So it, in some ways, it's been a good thing. It's made us sort of broaden our horizons a little bit than just rocking up to a cafe every month, you know? Yeah. Because, I mean, that's great. And we all miss it. We all uh, we all miss it. We all want to go back to it. But we still got, we've got this new string to our bone now. We've got this new like online presence that we didn't have before. So uh, it's been great. Mm-hmm. Long may it come back. <laughs> like I say, we're, it's, not, it's not the same. It's not the same. And uh, Animal Crossing, it was one of my, we talked about Animal Crossing before we started and it's just animal crossing would have been so great to experience with your buddies sitting next to you yeah and it was it, i mean it was great yeah. that we could go around people's islands but i just really want to show people my island mm-hmm. and i miss the i miss the <laughs> yeah i can't wait my <laughs> island yeah. epic <laughs> exactly so yeah but the thing is like i said we've all we've all carried on because we have a sense of community and and we just want to keep it and we look after each other and i'm really you know it's it's great to be part of that really so. yeah um yeah just with online meets um thank goodness for discord because yeah. it doesn't matter if you're in the same town as say for example up in newcastle or if you're down south in um what's one down step uh, well there's oxford there's reading basically there are uh, communities up and down the country and yeah if you're into nintendo just join your uh local community so you can basically play with more players isn't local yeah <laughs> Oh, well, people can find... You don't need to know who's running a club. You can basically just go to the Nintendo Players UK website and just find your local one and get in touch True. with them there. Mm-hmm. And they've all got Twitter and stuff. Yeah, that's what we, I recommend people most, do. Yeah, we get most of our people joining us from Twitter and Facebook, I think. Um, I'm not quite... I don't quite get Instagram, so I haven't done Instagram. <laughs> it, it's literally but, just but pictures. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, but... But, uh, but that's the thing is, he, I mean, that's the other thing to stress really, is each group's very different. Um, mm-hmm. We we are, um, we're not sort of told how to run our groups by Nintendo, which I think is really great. Mm-hmm. As long as we sort of behave yeah. ourselves and are, you know, nice and, you know, don't do anything rude or obnoxious. Yeah. They let us do what we want to do and run it how we, we see fit. So we're not, we're not officially Nintendo, but we... You know, they 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 help us out if we we represent them appropriately. Yeah. And like I say, we we yeah. just you know we we just meet up in the cafes and pubs and play <laughs> games. That's all we do. We we do the occasional uh, tournament, but a lot of the other groups are much bigger and do big tournaments and events and stuff like that. And it's great. It means each group can can become whatever its its town needs it to be. Um, so. Yeah. yeah um, one thing. I should mention the well one of the previous Street Pass UK podcast um uh pod I don't, don't know why I can't think of the name podcast, but uh, yeah, the Street Pass <laughs> UK podcast was formerly run by James Bowden, who uh was Yeah, he was <laughs> the Nintendo UK community manager and he was actually the guy that went up to Nintendo of Europe and asked can we have the name Nintendo Players UK so we have a li- officially gained the name Nintendo because we're seen as a well a network of groups that actually do promote the brand Nintendo whereas if someone just come along and said oh I'm Nintendo I don't know Skipton 
I don't know why I thought the town skipped in, yeah. but they just come along and just say we're this and this like no, you have to sort of go through the process of um running by our well not so much the rules, but making sure that everything is run like a in a family friendly manner. But there's nothing to stop people from doing it though. Hmm. You know, if you're in a town that hasn't got a street park, oh yeah, old school, yeah, that hasn't got a gamers group in it, and you basically go, I really like to do that. Get in touch with us, and we can help you out. We yeah. can help you set it up. It's it's not too difficult to do, and we can, you know, we as we can get you that blessing basically. Um, and so yeah, because that's everyone. I mean, that's partly how you started south end up because you were coming to basildon's meets and saying oh, it would be nice if i could do something close to home so go on do it do yeah it. <laughs> well that's the thing do i it. i did actually have the space to do it it was at the astro city arcade um of which mm. thankfully has announced that they will be reopening soon however yeah. we won't be holding meets at the nintendo south end uh, yeah nintendo south end meets at astro city because of how oh, their entrance entrance fee works and all but um mm. Yeah, uh, it was basically say, hey, I, I think I can run my own group. And I did. And I actually, I believe my first meet was uh, a 32-player Pokemon tournament. I think it was X and Y. And yeah, I was just amazed that 32 players just came down and just networked. As it were, Pokemon's, so Pokemon's got a big pull, and and so yeah. soon as well. I remember going to a Splatoon tournament at yours. Yeah, um, um, I believe so I, I was having trouble with the um, the inverted Y. Yes, <laughs> yeah, inverted I, Y I, kind I, of girl. And I was like looking up in the air all the time. <laughs> yeah, thankfully I. Well, because everyone had, I wouldn't say everyone has a switch. It would be nice if everyone had a switch so everyone can join in the fun but um yeah i've set mine up I mean, so we, we get people rocking up going oh i i haven't got a switch i'd like you know yeah can i have a look at one uh yeah it's like yeah yeah you know come and you play with us because you know they're thinking of buying one for their kids and they see us playing them and go well, can i have a look at it mm -hmm. we've got people saying oh, i've only got a 3ds that's fine yeah you know we, we we're not actually that fussed no <laughs> whether you play video games or not you know because we play we play tabletop games every month as well we'll, we'll always have a tabletop game too um and we've been doing D, &D over lockdown as well because it's something that'd be done over discord so mm -hmm. so um you know we we, we came to together through nintendo and we, we we all play nintendo games but we're not going to turn you away just because you don't yeah we social gamers basically well, that's, I speak for Nintendo Battleton, obviously. Um, yeah. might say, well, you know, you need a Switch to play such and such a tournament or something. Mm. But, you know. I tell, with with uh, my groups, I tell them, as long as you have a Switch or a 3DS. Hmm. Yeah, exactly. Cause that's I, I, the, I, I can't really doing. run D&D &D or stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, it, we've only, we only started doing that because, like I said, because of the lockdown, we... There were we were limited. We we found after you know a few months had passed, we were playing the same games over and over again, um, and it was just like we've we've got to think of other things to do. And so we sort of branching out to things like Among Us and Jackbox, and like say yeah. uh, you know you know paper based well, yeah, paper based games. Mm -hmm. um, what about Overcooked too? 
Overcooked. Yeah, well, the thing is, Overcooked, I think, only has couch co-op. I don't think you can play it online, can you? Because that's the I problem. think you I'm can, but it's oh, okay. it's like random levels. Oh, yeah, like, you can't do you know what I mean? Like, you... Yeah, because that's the problem, is we were finding it to play with just your friends over the internet, it was a limited amount of games. Oh, it was Tetris 99 as well, you could play that. Um, and Mark oh, Maric, obviously, and... But a lot of these games, you're either going to play with loads of random people online or it assumes that you're actually in the same room as the people you're trying to play with. You obviously can't do it at the moment. So, um, so yeah, we, we just got into the point where we were thinking we, we, we want to play something different now. What should we play now? Oh, Tabletop Simulator as well. That, that, that's been tried out a few times. Um, but, you know, we, we, the, the good thing about the Discord, like I said, you can have little sub rooms in it. So we we sort of have little chill out rooms of people playing one game or another game or something like that. We just let people play what they want. Really, it's like it's more important that they come. I mean, especially uh, with the pandemic at the moment, it's just nice to know that people are okay. And I think a lot of people are sat at home on their own, shielding mm -hmm. or whatever. It's just nice for them to yeah. have something to look forward to and just to to hear people's voices. You know, it's such a cliche, but I really think it's important. So. Yeah, I think that I, I got that feeling like when I've done the lockdown events that it's meant like the world to the attendees and it's meant the world to me as well, actually. Mm. You always feel a bit buzzing afterwards. Mm. And just like I so say, just hearing people and just knowing you're not on your own and everyone's got, you know, everyone's going through the same. The same yeah, term, and local people <laughs> as well. Yeah. Like. Even though it's so weird, they, they live so close, but you can't see them at all. It's like, oh, it's craziness. Yeah, yeah. but uh, oh well, we'll get through it. Mm -hmm. Let's do. British stiff upper lip and all that. <laughs> hey, uh, John, but do you? Anyway. Oh, yeah. John, do you have any right. like lockdown stories or? Yes, yes, I do. Mm -hmm. um, sorry, I was just enthralled just listening to you yeah. guys just chatting away. It was great. Um, <laughs> So, um, yeah, I mean, we, um, so without wanting to, to drag it on too long, I discovered Nintendo Norwich when I was starting my business. Um, I run a video games themed coffee shop um, in Norwich. And uh, in the process of setting that up, I was looking around for um, local gaming community groups who we could look to do like activities with and help us you know, promote ourselves and get ourselves known in the city. And uh, that's how I found Emily and Nintendo Norwich. Uh, and I went to their first meet, and this must have been January 2017, I think. Um, and uh, this, I think this is just when the Nintendo Norwich name had just come in. They were in that transition period, I think. Uh, <clears throat> and bless them, the, they, they were in like this little underground, underground little tiny little room um un underneath a pub somewhere uh and i went to it and while the setting wasn't amazing mm -hmm. at the time you, you could tell straight away that there was a fantastic community spirit there um between all of the people that were there and there was about 15 20 people there um and so uh, i i just said to emily you know what why don't i just get it? so when i've got my gaming cafe open we'll just make it once a month the Nintendo Norwich can simply have my venue for free um, in order to, uh, you know, grow the community and provide like a safe, suitable place that everyone can come to. And it's kind of gone from there, really. And then I found myself um, organizing more and more events 
ourselves, which then tied in with what Nintendo and Orange did as their activities. <clears throat> and then we sort of just brought them all together really now. So I give my venue to um, Nintendo Norwich each month, as I mentioned. Uh, and so being so close to the community as, as I am um, means that it was it was quite a blow, um, not just professionally, but personally as well. When, you know, last March we had to just, you know, just completely stop all of that. Um Unfortunately, you know, the size of our group and our group is particularly active. So we had quite a good online presence anyway. You know, we had the Discord, the Facebook, the Twitter, the same as all of the other groups do. So everyone just immediately filtered over to the online side of things. And while obviously, you know, it's it's not the same as being able to just rock up and see what your friends have got and, um, you know, try out different consoles, old and new, that you don't own, and all that side of it, sadly, you can't do at the moment. But we've been able to keep all in touch through um, our own um, individual podcasts that we do alongside the tournaments and stuff that we do. The main thing for us has really been Mario Kart. Um, Mario Kart and Smash are the two big things in Norwich. Um as we, we would do monthly Smash tournaments, monthly Mario Kart tournaments. But now we do, uh, every Wednesday, we do an online Mario Kart tournament. Uh, and we're quite fortunate that some of our local players um, are actually like some of the best Mario Kart 8 Deluxe players in the whole mm -hmm. of the country. In fact, one of them is actually a world record holder. Um, so I have to mention four laps to win. I said <laughs> I'd give him a shout out. Um, okay. <laughs> um, but uh, the thing is that doing it online, um, as you guys have said as well, you know, it, it doesn't then limit you to your own community group as well. We've found that when we've done our tournaments, um, I think it was uh, uh, possibly Tony. I'm not sure. It might have even been uh, yourself, Andrew, in some instances <laughs> where we shout out that we're doing our Mario Kart tournament and then it gets picked up by the NPUK. Yep. And so they then share it so all the other groups see it. And then instead of us getting like... 15 people come and join our Mario Kart tournament. Um, we have like 50 or 60 people and they're from all over the country. And it's just amazing to see how the communities just all come together for those types of activities. Uh, and I'm might sure... That... I might have to well, yeah. pick your idea. <laughs> come that. along, do anytime. Post, do you post the so, tournament code in the advertisement or something? Yeah, we do. We um, we do it as a Facebook listing and then it goes on Twitter, um, both through um, our venue and the Nintendo Norwich um, socials as well. So we link it all together. Um, but uh, yeah, if you just keep you just keep an eye on uh, on the Nintendo Norwich Twitter, it will be on there. We do it every Wednesday. We have done for the last whoo, year or so now. Um, but uh, fair warning, we do play at 200cc and we do play oh, with God. frantic items. It's the only way to play. <laughs> it's like go big or go home. Go big or go home. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, we, well, of course. Uh, also, uh, we do live stream the whole thing as well, uh, so you can watch it on our Twitch channel, which is OLL underscore Games, hmm. and you'll see it all on there. Okay. We uh, we we occasionally uh, streamed on Twitch with the Hunk Thunder. I wonder who he is, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he 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 he, tweet, he uh, twitches what we what we do, and it's it it, it is good fun. It's it's well, it's nice for people who aren't able to get involved because you know they're at work or something they can still sort of get in involved with the fun it's good well it's on yeah, the watch or play either way yeah it's on the nintendo uh essex youtube page so it's not actually on my personal one because obviously 
mm. the personal ones personal and yes and Nintendo Essex is yeah yeah not the technical the, te the technical guy I should mention that Andrew is our technical guy for streaming mm -hmm. Dave Dave Austin is mm -hmm. uh, a, a a guru yeah <laughs> he uh, fixes uh, people's equipment he organizes things he is he's uh, basically number two for both Nintendo Basildon and Nintendo South End. And that's the thing is when you've got like good people to help you out, it just makes everything so much easier. So yeah. like what you're saying earlier about Norwich is when you, you know, and, and, and Helen was saying as well, when you got like, when you got a decent group of people to organize everything, it just makes it all fun. I'm yeah. just happy about it. Oh, my, and my dear Sam, my husband downstairs, who's the other half of Nintendo Basildon, not the other third, I suppose, but he's, he's downstairs <laughs> playing, um, was he playing Discworld Noir? <laughs> mm -hmm. Just for fun. Anyway, yeah. butting in again, I do, I do apologize. Uh, that's another thing I do miss about um, <laughs> meets in person. Uh, Dave's repair shop. <laughs> Basically, yeah, repair we shop. we actually do just say, "Hey, Al." Uh, <laughs> I just oh, thought ketchup, I'd... ketchup out of the 3ds. That was that there's was... ketchup out of the 3ds, <laughs> and I'm not going to name names. But the first meet we had when we had switches someone put their uh switch cartridge in backwards oh yes and so we oh, literally had to open up the whole switch <laughs> get some tweezers yank oh. the cartridge out yeah. and yeah <laughs> and i've i've had one where i put the joy con back up so we know the joy con the little fit the, little uh, the wrist strap oh mm -hmm. no that's a nightmare mm -hmm. that's horrible but basically, you just up, don't come off. No. Nope. If you see a guy in a corner of a pub in Basildon with like a head torch on <laughs> and like various tools, <laughs> looking at like a switch in bits, it's Dave. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> He's great. <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing is, it gets. That's the other good thing about the communities is it gets experts and gamers together. So. You know, if someone goes, oh, my, you know, my kid's switch isn't working, oh, he's gutted, mm -hmm. get in touch with your local community group because they might go, well, you know, you've got Joy-Con drift, here's how you fix that. Or, you know, I've got some Joy-Cons, you know, you know, well, you can, I can sell them to you or something like that. So it could be yeah. yeah, like I so say, the Nintendo Players UK runs on its um, expertise. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. And us good volunteers who give our yeah. time and energies and creative in other ways. So. And, that's um, what it is. But it's fun that's though. It. I love doing it. I love doing it. It is worth because, doing. I mean, I must be Dave and Sam do all the hard work. I just, <laughs> I'm just, I, I used to tell them I was like, it's like a football club in the, that Dave is like the manager shouting from the sidelines and I'm the owner just set up in a VIP box eating snacks and just watching what's going on. That, that's pretty that's much a good did. representation, yeah. But yeah, but the thing is, it's, you know, he I do what I do and he does what he does and, um, and you know, it's, it's basically halves the work, well, not halves the work, but it spreads the work out um, and, and it makes it easier and it's, there's been... I mean, he he hates smash tournaments. Mm -hmm. I'm sure he shouldn't say that out loud, but he really doesn't like organising them. He, he'll do it because everyone has fun, but he just finds the organising, I think, quite yeah um, tricky. Um, uh, I'll have to ask him if he doesn't mind me saying that. <laughs> I was about to say the <laughs> the first typical man. Yeah, edit the... that bit out. Um, but yeah, so so that's the thing is everyone's got something where they go, oh god, that's going to be tricky. Um, 
and just to have other people around to help you like organize stuff is is kind of is kind of fun to to do I, I do i just love doing this because especially like when we have normal meets in fact it's the thing is it's getting to the point now the discord meets are like the normal meets mm-hmm. so yeah you know it was every you know one saturday at three o'clock is put your headphones on you put your discord on you see what everyone's playing today yeah it's even um new normal but <laughs> yeah even leon fletcher who runs the mpuk twitch channel um he's got regular streams every wednesday and third uh monday and wednesday yeah those two mm. that way around um yeah basically picks a variety of games at the moment he's well he's looking forward to monster hunter rise for one so mm. that it's going to be a big thing um he does his smash tournaments he does his mario kart so yeah if you want to watch uh nintendo uh twitch.tv slash nintendo players uk mm. anyway yep. speaking of games because basically this is a game podcast mario kart it's Woo! universally acclaimed to say the least um well the whole series oh yeah from the super nintendo right through to the switch um start with john what is your favorite mario kart game super mario kart mm-hmm. easy yeah. i mean obviously you know technically it has been surpassed um so uh it's really more of a um the the personal link to to that one mm-hmm. uh so obviously super mario kart the very first one on the super nintendo released in 1992 i was 11 years old when it came out um, and uh, the story of me getting the my my first and favourite Mario Kart game. Do you remember um, the last day of school, the last day of term? Mm-hmm. Sometimes it would be one of those days where you could take your own toys or take your own things into school, and there'd be like a special afternoon of stuff going on. And I must admit, at this time um, in 1992, I owned a Sega Mega Drive, and I had not yet discovered Nintendo. And I took my Sega Mega Drive to school and I had Sonic the Hedgehog and a few other games there. And one of my friends brought in their Super Nintendo and they'd just got Super Mario Kart. And we had our two tables and I had my Mega Drive and he had his Super NES. And no one wanted to play on my Mega Drive. (laughs) Everyone was just completely taken with with this new Super Mario Kart. You know, the Mode 7 graphics on it, the combat while you were driving as well, the fact it had characters from different games like Donkey Kong and stuff like that in it. You know, it was just, it was incredible. Uh, And I remember it was only a few days after that, I actually swapped my Mega Drive with one of my neighbours so that I could have a SNES for myself. <laughs> and then I and then I begged my nan to buy me a copy of the game. And then I did eventually get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so obviously, yes, it has been surpassed in... It's been surpassed in so many ways. Uh, and I have loved just about almost every Mario Kart game. Uh, although, weirdly, the N64 one didn't really do it for me. Um, but... The uh, the current one, obviously deluxe. Uh, I think it's it's as close to a perfect a perfect multiplayer racing game as you can get. And the fact that you know they haven't even had to make the ninth one yet because the eighth one has endured so well mm-hmm. since it was released. What six six years ago? I think now yep. on the uh, on the Wii U. 
Uh, and, you know, it is still the most played online Switch game, if my stats are correct. Yep. Uh, and uh, as I alluded to earlier, certainly one of the most popular games in our group. You know, it, it never gets old, whichever Mario Kart you like. So for me, it's the SNES version. Mm-hmm. Alan? My favourite would probably be Mario Kart 7. There's loads of Mario Karts which are really special to me. Um, so, yeah, Mario Kart 7 just had really good levels, especially Rainbow Road. It's definitely my favourite Rainbow Road, the Mario Kart 7 version. And I mean, the 3DS is probably my favourite console ever anyway. And um, loved Mario Kart 5. It blew my mind. But then Mario Kart 7 came out. Oh, I don't know. I loved that it went back to... Because my first Mario Kart was Mario Kart 64. And I loved that it went back to the analog control system because that's what I was used to. I must have had the muscle memory from that. And like I said, the levels. And I loved, you know, the new things that introduced, like driving underwater and the flying. And Cooper City was also epic. And um, yeah, Mario Kart 8, I love it as well. But I mean, I just kind of think it's Mario Kart 7, but with bells on, which is why I love it, actually, because it's like Mario Kart 7, but with like loads more content. Um, so, yeah, I just I can't wait. Like, I can't wait for them to bring back Mario Kart 7 Rainbow Road. <laughs> um, I think my favorite one to play is 8 because there is just so much mm-hmm. in it. Um, and like they're, they're going upside down and all the different like the racetracks and all the different themes all of it but warm fuzzy feelings would be seven and i i hope i'm remembering this right is because it had download play mm-hmm. so when we had meets oh yes you could have one person who had the cart and someone who didn't own the game could still race with them so it was a it was a popular one for us to play it actually meeting in person meet because as long as I like that about M- Mario Kart yeah and you could all cluster together close mm-hmm. enough <laughs> we could all and I like that about MK5 yeah. as well yeah so yeah I, I say that my favourite to play is, is 8 but warm fuzzy feelings happy memories 7 3DS definitely because it's early memories of Street Pass and how it worked and you know so that that would be it for me I think happy memories of 7 I just <laughs> remember Mario Kart 5 back in the day, like, just so many shy guys, because, like, everyone would have either forgot their cart or can't be bothered in certain it. So it's all, like, different colours. And we all got good at shy guy just because, like, we were so used to, like, being lazy just and end up playing. Default, default guy. <laughs> exactly. And he was good as well. He was one of the better players. Yeah, I, I got some funny because for a long time, me and Sam... Uh, my other half basically shared a switch um so it was technically his switch but until i got my own i was using his and so yeah. i if we were playing on his account it didn't have all the stuff that i'd unlocked so i was just constantly yeah. trying to work out like, oh hang on i haven't got that oh that ship oh, i haven't got the ship oh, i want bowser's ship oh, i haven't got isabel i want isabel so i I'd just have to play with whatever i could do <laughs> but, uh, you you, yeah, you both have to have like the same avatar as well isn't it yeah it's all that. but the thing about mario kart yeah, no. i would say of generally about mario kart is that it's a game that you can play with like other members of your family who aren't really gamers because everyone knows how karting works <laughs> it's not a weird plot yeah. it's not the weird mechanics you basically go vroom vroom go fast go round 
you know, and there's there's some other stuff going on with explosives. Um, but I like the thing about because people go, oh, yeah, but it's all this. You might get blue shelled at the point without. That's the point. Is mm-hmm. the whole point of a blue shell is so that the people who are actually good at it have a leveler. They can't always win because there's a lot of racing games which is the same people win every time. It's like uh, boring. Um, but with Mario Kart, you could play, you know, with your nan and your nephew and all of these people. They'll get the hang of it, and they because the what you have to do in Mario Kart is very obvious. You basically go fast, go vroom vroom, very fast. And when people discover things like the fact you can hoot the horn, <laughs> mm-hmm. meep meep, it's just like I say, it's 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 a it's a good group family game that is accessible to a lot of people. So um, I think that's why it's so popular. Because um, I I I must I don't get Smash. I I get Smash. I understand it. Not platform it... punching. I mm-hmm. I just. I don't know what's going on. It's, it's too just, frantic. There's a lot of there's a lot of punching and there's a lot of people flying around and I don't get it. And the people who love it, that's fine. You know, if you if it's your bag, that's great. But it's not for me. But Mario Kart, it just seems that everyone likes Mario Kart because mm-hmm. even if you're losing, you're still having fun. Whereas yeah. I think if Smash, if you're losing, you're like, oh, I'm being being beaten up here. I don't like it. Well, that's how I feel anyway. But but everybody it's is just too yeah, you notice it at meets. As soon as someone says, let's play Mario Kart, everyone's like reaching for the switches going, yeah, yeah, I'll play, I'll play. Just to add to your point, Penny, you, you were saying about how accessible it is for people of all ages, backgrounds. You know, it has a very diverse user base, doesn't it? Um, just to add to that as well, it also includes those players that do actually seek out... Um, the the high level competition and the you know extreme skill level play as well which is think you know that is as we all know it's one of the reasons why nintendo is so beloved because it does appeal to all different groups and yeah. you know you look at you look at things like speedrunners um on you know time trials in the mario kart game and how close that community is and how large that community is on a worldwide scale you look at what the tournament scene is like in, you know, things like Smash Bros. Smash Bros. is now the biggest fighting game in the world. It's eclipsed, it's eclipsed the likes of Street Fighter and Tekken and, you know, all of these other ones. It is the biggest game of its type. And that's simply down to that early accessibility that's enabled players to continue playing through these series of games right from youth right through to, to today um where the games still retain their interest because of the amount of depth in them uh and i think that's something that you know we we always applaud nintendo for that as well um you know it is it really is you know there's stuff for everyone particularly with with mario kart yeah you do get because you get a lot of the people saying oh mario oh oh nintendo they do family games but a lot of people if you know if dad gets home from work mum gets home from work you want to play something with the kids before they go to bed just to have mm-hmm. some family time you get the switch out and you play mario kart or you play smash or you play something like that you don't get call of duty out. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Know, it's a great game but you know it's and people sort of look down i think oh you know having the past look down on nintendo because they've made everything very colorful i mean when splatoon first got announced everyone was like oh Oh, cutesy cartoon graphics. Oh, it's all very colourful. Oh, it's for kids. But then when everyone played it, they went, no, this this is mm-hmm. really good. 
you look at you look at the complexity of the mechanics within the games and sorry to digress from your mario kart topic for a moment andrew no, then you, look at things, you look at things like metroid and the series of metroid and how that's progressed and the sort of audience that that has now and i think you know parents love to play games with their kids and you know by extension they love to play nintendo with their kids but it's not necessarily they want to play a kid's game with their kids. They enjoy playing it just as much because the games appeal to themselves as well. Uh, so, yeah. Sorry, Andrew, if you wanted to bring it back to the, to the point in hand. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I think we were just saying about Nintendo yeah. and how Mario Kart epitomizes <laughs> the, the ethos of Nintendo, I think. really. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah um, personally, I... It is hard for me to choose because obviously with Deluxe, it's obviously the latest in the series and everything has been perfected. But um, I'd say Mario Kart DS is probably my favourite because um, what Penny touched on earlier was download play. And yeah, no matter if anyone has got the cartridge or if they haven't got the cartridge, you can all play. So... I, I I was astonished when I first played uh, Mario Kart Advance, uh, no, not Advance, uh, Super Circuit on the Game Boy Advance, because it actually blew my mind that you can link um, from one GBA to another to Susie's the Cable and play multiplayer that way. But uh, yeah, since DS came out, it revolutionised it because. Um, basically it's all wireless communication and you can just stand around in a huddle and play Mario Kart and that's the best part about it I must be, it, I, I mean, I'm vintage I don't necessarily look it but I go back to like Atari and Amiga and Spectrum I go back that far mm-hmm. and I was you know, I play games now and I look at it and I go this is beautiful and and I can play a game like, I mean, I've been playing Elite Dangerous at the moment on the PC. I digress from Nintendo, but my point is that I can basically watch this beautiful sun rising over a planet that's been procedurally generated in a Milky Way galaxy with billions of stars in it that I can visit, playing with someone in California. (laughs) You know, it's amazing. It's insane. When I think back to me and my dad and the Atari, like, blowing away at like asteroids like wireframe asteroids thinking this is brilliant um and how far it's come and just the fact that you like touching back on what we were saying before about being able to play games with people i I mean imagine this pandemic lockdown in the 90s when we're all stuck at home i'd have gone insane i'd have been i'd read all the books i had by (laughs) probably the third week whereas we're in a situation now where everyone is your neighbor all over the world Mm. and they can all play games with you and it's fantastic. I love it. <laughs> a bit of a digression, but yeah, so <laughs> you can cut that bit out as well. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway, to round off the show, Mario Kart Memories, which is your favourite? Uh, who should we go? In fact, no, Pedro will go for you first. Even though you pretty much uh, said, like, <laughs> Yeah, I, it was. I, I, I um, yeah, I mean, I suppose it is like I said what I said earlier. I mean, I've we've got I've got some like particular memories of like really awesome stunt jumps in in on the Switch version and so on. But if if I had to like the 
yeah, my favourite memories of Mario Kart was basically all of my squad huddled around a load of tables in a coffee shop in a in Basildon somewhere. And someone flicks open their 3DS and goes, anyone want to play Mario Kart? And someone going, I ain't got it. And says, doesn't matter. I got <laughs> you, fam. <laughs> Just do download play. And then everyone's like, you know, eight or so people huddled around. And you hear people going, ah. Oh, blue shirt oh, and it just you know just mm -hmm. people just going oh wow oh you got past me oh how, how did you do that shortcut and you just get this like i said this little huddle of people just in this shared enjoyment mm -hmm. that's that's yeah that's warm fuzzies <laughs> yep uh john yeah so the the two main things that i draw on in terms of mario kart memories the first one i kind of already touched on earlier was just that um the happiness of getting my my super nintendo and super mario kart back when i was 11 years old um but to talk about something perhaps a little bit more recent um you guys probably won't be aware but every year there is a games festival that takes place in norwich um if you've ever happened to uh, visit around easter time uh, it's run by uh, it's like a it's a it's a non-profit thing and it's done at uh, not by the council um it's the forum here mm -hmm. in norwich uh and as part of that uh nintendo norwich um we organized a week long mario kart tournament where people could come to uh my cafe and they would set time trials and then we would host a big finals tournament between the top 16 fastest people who set times throughout the week. So throughout the week of this festival, they could come and set times. And then we did a tournament on the Saturday night, which took place at um, Epic Studios in Norwich, which like is, is a big like TV station filming thing. So it had like a massive stage and there was a big quiz going on as part of the festival. And during the interval, uh, we ran the the final race of this Mario Kart 8 Deluxe tournament. Uh, and the memory of being on stage with an audience of 500 cheering people cheering on uh, the top four people in this four-player um, Mario Kart Grand Prix. Uh, we like the big screens going up and like the sound was really bad. We had proper commentators and everything. Um, everyone was like screaming and shouting for these young guys. I mean, they're only sort of, I think the players were aged between 12 and 15 and they're in the same categories as the adults for the time trials, I should point out as well. Um, <laughs> uh, but just that whole experience of just seeing everyone enjoying, um, you know, this, this one particular game all at the same time. Uh, I don't think I'll ever forget that. And that was probably uh, my best memory, I think. And that was literally only last year. No, mm -hmm. year before that, 2019. Uh, there last, is, last year. And if you do uh, find uh, Nintendo Norwich on our socials, you might have to scroll back a little way, but you will see some photographs and videos from that event as well. Um, good times. And we'll be doing it all again, hopefully this summer. Fingers mm -hmm. crossed. We'll mm -hmm. see. <laughs> uh, Helen? Uh, I've had many great uh, Mario Kart memories over the years from the 90s when um, you know playing Mario Kart uh, 64, um, Unlocking the Ghosts uh, with like Virgin Radio in the background. Um, such a vivid memory. And, you know, all the way up to 
you know, the DS London days with MK5 and just like all those um, shy guys, like I said. But but um, but now my top Mario Kart memory would probably be the very first Nintendo Donegal event where two of my younger relatives, Megan and Kira, came along and they took part in the Mario Kart 7 tournament, which me and Andrew hosted. And they took on like all the older guys who were taking part in it. And I was just so proud of them. And we even shot a video there and it's like still on YouTube. And I just, I'm so proud of them. And I just know like, you know, in a few years, they're just going to, they might even be, end up as good as there aren't <laughs> the Mario Kart skills so yeah mm-hmm. hopefully there'll be many more Mario Kart memories uh, I have two memories um, one being the first time I played Mario Kart Arcade GP uh, DX uh, it's actually the first time I've seen Mario Kart in HD um, because it predates uh, the Wii U a bit weird seeing um, other characters in it, like Pac-Man and Dunchan from Takano Tatsujin. Uh, it's to see them go around the track. I'm uh, familiar with their arcade games for other reasons. It's just weird seeing them in the Mario Kart game, but I loved it. Another one was one Christmas years and years ago uh, when Mario Kart Wii came about. Uh, I went round to my brothers, and like Penny touched, uh, touched on earlier, it doesn't matter how old you are, how old, young you are, everyone knows how to play Mario Kart, and it just was a sight to behold that there's my brother held his um, Wii remote, my sister-in-law had a Wii remote, my nieces, my eldest niece had a we uh remote and nunchuck and me with a gamecube controller so we all sort of huddling around we didn't need to because basically i was the only one that was wired and they were wireless but it was just like a good family moment to play berry kart with everyone on all sorts of different controllers and yeah, um, you could scrabble, scrabble together. <laughs> you must have enough controllers. Yeah, well, this was. Oh, I don't. Was it two thousand eight? The the Wii View ver, uh, Wii version come out. I think so. So yeah, I didn't have that many controllers at the time, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, that. Oh, and just the one, the third one, uh, playing Mario Kart. On a huge, oh, God, must be at least fifty foot screen at EGX, and what John nice. said earlier, yeah, having like loads of people just cheering on, and yeah, it, <laughs> I was I was shaking like a leaf, <laughs> and yeah, it's just I was loving the moment, but it's just <laughs> it's like playing Mario Kart in that in front of that many people. It was... You just reminded me of when when we had one of our members on a team, a Splatoon team at EGX, mm-hmm. and it was the first time I'd been at a live like um, esports sort of thing, and just it was it was electric. It was just like you know going to a football match or the Olympics or something. It was still the same atmosphere, and it was just the you know bleachers on in the corner in mm-hmm. EGX, but just that you know 
cheering your guy on going, mm-hmm. hey, hey. it was just really really nice so uh, yeah again again we will do it again soon 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 <laughs> so anyway that has been the first i say first it's not the first first but it's the first podcast of the new series uh thank you very much to john penny and helen uh, any last thank words you. you guys? Mm-hmm. anytime anytime yeah we'll see you again soon guys <laughs> yeah yeah um last words for me is really just um thank you very much um for you know hosting and inviting us yep. and uh you know everyone should if they haven't done so already check out their local nintendo players group yep. and see what's going on because it's not all just mario kart or smash <laughs> there are other nintendo games that we all like as well yeah um, the games are <laughs> there will be someone there who will yeah, like, like the same Quest. games as you yeah. so yeah check yeah, out I'm your local groups find them on the socials they're all there yeah, we should, we should, uh, yeah there's, there's like i said there's you know we, we, i said earlier we've got group sort of subgroups or related mm-hmm. groups sister groups who just do pokemon and just do monster hunter so uh you know there's there's if if you've got a particular game that you love you'll be able to find someone who can play it with you mm-hmm. um and uh yeah we, we do our best to get people get people together yep so if and, you go uh, if you go to www players.uk there's a map there and yeah you can pick out your local group and yeah see what they do get involved Mm -hmm. like we said earlier if if there isn't a local group start one make it make it so build it and they will come Mm -hmm. exactly (laughs) and and when i mean we've we've been to norwich so basically if you've if you find that you're you're um you're unlikely to come into Basildon on holiday, I will mm-hmm. admit this. <laughs> but if you're ever in in town, you might be going to South End. So if you're ever in South End, um, and you see that your local group are meeting, just rock up and say hi. You know, mm-hmm. visiting. You might all end up coming Donegal on a staycation. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah. becoming such a trendy destination now. Well, yes. Yeah, so, I, I said I've. Basildon maybe not so much. Although I was tickled to find out that Basildon is in Assassin's Creed Valhalla as a bandit camp, <laughs> <laughs> which pleased me greatly. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but you know, if you if you're ever in Basildon, Jewel of the East, look us up. We would mm-hmm. love to have you. Okay. Yeah. So see you later, everyone. Been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Bye. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs>